You're listening to Radical Transformation Radio with Faith Mariah. This is the podcast where I share with you the down and dirty truth about my mental health journey and what it's like to be a person living with depression and anxiety. I hope it helps you. I hope it serves you. And I hope it makes you feel less alone. Let's jump into it. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be recording a podcast for you because your girl has been sick. Sick as heck. I've just been like down for the count, not doing anything. (laughs) It's been a real time, if I'm being honest, you guys. I actually had a lot of stuff come up while I was sick. So let me tell you guys what happened. I had a head cold that took me down for the count. I was basically like asleep for three days. <laughs> and it triggered all of this insecurity and fear and self-worth stuff to come to the surface. I think one of the most important things I've realized on my self-improvement journey is that stuff coming up is an opportunity. And so before I had tools to process, before I was used to dealing with my feelings, I was always constantly trying to numb out. I was using alcohol. I was dating people that were inappropriate. I had bad friends. I was overeating. I mean, just all the things, right? Now, I think it's such a gift when this stuff comes up. And if you can start reframing your emotions as just signals of where you have healing to do, where you have some work to do, and ultimately know that that will make your life better and it's actually serving you and it's for your good. It's made a huge difference for me because now instead of hiding from those feelings, instead of feeling overwhelmed, instead of trying to numb out, I'm able to believe that it's going to make my life better. Now, feeling negative emotions is not always fun. I think it's important to realize you get to decide what your emotions mean to you. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I think it was with Natalie Bacon, and she was saying, all situations are neutral. And that really made me stop and think. Nothing has inherent meaning. Nothing inherently means anything. It only has the meaning that you give it. So I was giving my sickness meaning. And the meaning I was giving it was pretty upsetting, right? I was telling myself stories about how being unproductive means that I'm unworthy and no one's going to follow me online if I don't show up every day and my business will fall apart and I'm not a good business owner and I'm not dedicated. But being sick and taking a few days off doesn't inherently mean any of that. It only meant that because I was choosing to tell that narrative. And this radical responsibility piece is so, so critical. Before I started doing all my personal development work, I was always the victim. I was a victim to my emotions. I was a hostage to my emotions. I totally relied on outside situations to make me happy, on people behaving a certain way. I took no responsibility for my feelings. So if my family wasn't all getting along and my boyfriend wasn't treating me perfect and everything in my life wasn't going great, I was miserable because I didn't do anything to make myself feel better. But when you take responsibility for your own feelings, you can recognize, actually, I'm choosing that narrative. All situations are neutral. Taking time off, slowing down, doesn't mean I'm unproductive, doesn't mean I'm lazy. It inherently has no meaning. All situations are neutral. I'm choosing, it is my choice, 
because we're cognitively aware as human beings, you're aware of your thoughts. And because you can be aware of your thoughts, it is your choice the meaning that you give these situations. And this sounds really silly, but if you've ever had anxiety around not being productive or something like that, you probably understand kind of how I felt, right? I felt like I was letting my clients down, that no one was going to follow me online anymore if I didn't get all my work done, that my businesses were going to fall apart. And it was making me so anxious because I couldn't do everything that I was planning on doing. But once I took responsibility for that narrative and that feeling, I decided to tell myself, actually, being sick is always a signal from the universe to slow down. It's actually a gift that this is the perfect time to take time off. Now, you see the difference in those two narratives? They're radically different, right? Same situation. I'm still sick in bed. But now instead of making myself anxious, telling myself my businesses are going to fall apart and I'm not good enough because I'm not getting enough stuff done. I'm telling myself, this is actually a beautiful gift. It's actually the perfect time for me to rest. It's the perfect time for me to recharge. Anytime I get sick, that just means it's the perfect time to take time off. And I kept telling myself that narrative until I was able to lean in to doing nothing. And man, let me tell you, it felt really good. Even though I was sick, I really set the intention that this time was going to recharge me. I really set the intention that I was taking time off that I was really gonna lean into doing nothing. I watched Gossip Girl, I watched Christmas movies, I slept, man, I slept so much. And I just really leaned in to doing nothing. And I committed to taking time off to heal and recharge and rejuvenate. And I chose to tell a story that being sick actually always happens to me at the perfect time. And it actually means that I really need to recharge and rejuvenate for the next season that I'm about to go into. So what a beautiful gift for me to have this time off before the new year, before the holiday season, to have this time to myself to recenter, to refocus, to rest my body, to become stronger, and to watch Gossip Girl. (laughs) So as you go about your day-to-day, I want you to challenge yourself to notice your emotions. I was reading a book by Shaman Durek last night, and he was saying part of shamanism is that you observe your feelings as something outside of yourself. So A lot of times it feels like we are our feelings, but with this, you notice them as outside information. Oh, I'm having the emotional experience of feeling sad. That's really interesting. Oh, this situation is really triggering for me. I have some work to do because I'm really angry at this person or I'm really sad at this person or I'm really sad about this situation. And if you can kind of remove yourself from your emotions and notice them, it's kind of like when you meditate, They always say you're the gentle observer of your thoughts. Be the gentle observer of your emotions today. Notice what comes up for you. Notice when things bother you. It's so interesting when you start doing this, you'll really start seeing small things that you can actually go in and heal more of. I was recently home for Thanksgiving and some of the things that my family said just in passing, just little comments, nothing big, right? But just little comments it triggered me. It brought up little emotions and I just kind of made a note of it. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I have some healing to do around that. I have some healing to do around that. I always think my mission here is to become as self-actualized and as whole of my true self as I can to grow into the whole self-actualized version of myself. 
And so when I feel these little triggers, it's just showing me where I'm not whole, where my self-worth still needs work. I heard someone say the other day, they were like, the comments trolls leave you on the internet are only painful when they're a little bit true. Because if a troll left you a comment on the internet calling you a tree, you're a big giant tree. Look at you, you tree. That doesn't stick, right? It doesn't have any sting because you're so 100% certain that you are not a tree. You know you're not a tree. And so the idea of someone calling you that is so ridiculous. When you're 100% in your self-worth, I think all of these little things that trigger us all the time roll off of us. When you're completely healed in an area and something doesn't bother you, when someone makes a comment, you just don't even notice it, right? It doesn't bring up any emotion. And all situations are neutral anyway, remember? So it only has the meaning that we're emotionally giving it. And if your emotions are information and they're signals of where you have healing to do, that's actually really useful information, right? Because we're not screwing around. We're here to have great lives, to live exceptional lives, and to be badass women, right? We're not playing around. We're here to do the work and to grow and to make the most out of this life experience that we're having. Now, I know a lot of people are gonna say, well, I know when I'm triggered, I know things bother me all the time, but I don't know what to do about it. So I'm going to give you just a couple really quick tools. And the first thing I would say is changing the narrative, right? Realizing you're not your emotions. Your emotions are an experience you're having, but they're not you as a human. And you have control over how you feel. You can change your state. You can choose to make yourself excited about something. You can choose to make yourself feel better. I'm not saying it's always easy, right? But I think it's important we're not just shifting and ignoring things that come up. Like I said, when I'm triggered by something, when something bothers me, I want to examine it and use it as an opportunity to become more whole, to heal into that more self-actualized version of myself. And so what I'll do is I'll just kind of keep notes during the day when someone says something that bothers me, if I feel jealousy, if I feel less than, if I feel small, any of that kinds of stuff. I'll just make notes in my journal and then probably a couple times a week, I'll go through and I'll do affirmations around those. I'll look at that. I'll ask myself where that comes from. What story am I telling about that? Why is that triggering me? Where did I learn that? Who taught me that? Who taught me that meaning? And I'll just kind of challenge my brain and start kind of reprogramming some of those beliefs. So if someone makes a little comment to you and it triggers you, it brings up some kind of emotion, you can sit down with your journal and say, who taught me this? Where did I pick this up? And you can kind of start free writing. Don't judge yourself. Just let yourself write. Let whatever come through, come through. There's no right or wrong way to do this. You have to trust the process that the process will work in perfect time. And so I'll journal about it and then maybe maybe you'll be like, oh, I actually learned this from this experience I had in childhood. And then ask yourself, is this ultimately true? right? Is it a scientific fact that the lesson that I learned, the thing that I integrated from this experience, is that the truth? And is it serving me? And write out all of the ways it's not serving you. And that'll kind of start reprogramming your brain. You have to kind of show your brain your new truth. Your brain loves you. Your brain just wants you to feel safe and doesn't want you to feel pain. And so it creates all these narratives around your experiences for you to make sense of the world 
in a way that's comfortable to you. But sometimes we need to reprogram them because they don't serve us and they're not allowing us to grow into the women we're supposed to become. And so you have to kind of push on those narratives that are ingrained in your brain to create a new story, create a new dialogue. And that way, when someone makes that kind of comment to you, it would be just like someone telling you, you're a big, ugly tree. And you're like, well, I know I'm not a tree, so I don't care about what this person is saying, right? Because I know it's not true. When someone's triggering you, there's some kind of truth in there. You're identifying with some sort of painful narrative, some sort of painful thing they're saying, right? People are going to reject me. I'm not as good as everyone else, whatever it is in the situation, right? And then sit down with your journal. Where did you learn you're not as good as everyone else? Where did you start feeling less than? How is that impacting your life? How will it impact your future? And why is that narrative not serving you anymore? And then you can go ahead and do your affirmations for what you are choosing to step into. Okay, you guys, I hope that this was helpful. Make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast and please leave a review on iTunes. It really, really helps me out. I write nightly pep talk emails that are free. So if you would like daily emails from me, go ahead and go to radicaltransformationproject.com, put your email address in any of the boxes or forms on that site, and it'll automatically put you onto my email list. It's just like a little love note, a little daily pep talk from me to you that I send out every single night. If you're not in the Facebook group, please go ahead and pop in there. I haven't been in there as much, but I have a lot of plans for 2020 to do some challenges, to do some things as a group and to really start building that as a community of women again. So I would love if you hopped in there and participated in all of that. Come follow me on Instagram. I have been quiet on the gram lately, but it's just because I'm sick and I don't feel like talking on camera when I'm sick, to be honest with you. So I haven't shown my face on there, but I'll be back on there probably tomorrow because I'm starting to feel better. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.